Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I couldn't believe it happened again yesterday. Could not believe it happened again yesterday with the Baltimore Ravens. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. We are on the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. And, of course, your smart speakers for more on the Ravens, for more on the NFL. We welcome in former NFL wide receiver, Tori Smith, who joins us right now. Follow him on Twitter at Tori with an E, Smith WR on Twitter. Tori, we appreciate a few minutes. Hope you had a terrific Thanksgiving. How you doing? All is well. I had a great one. I appreciate y'all having me. Outstanding. Tori, let, let's get right into it. What are you seeing as to why the Ravens are having such trouble closing teams out in the fourth quarter? Man, this is the, the million-dollar question. You know, it, it reminds me of my playing days where it's like it seems like it's so easy to do and it's so cliche to say, but it literally comes down to execution. You know, the Baltimore Ravens, especially during my time there, have been a very disciplined team that more so than anything else, you do the right things and you make the plays when they present themselves. That's the sign of a great team. And they've been very inconsistent in doing that this year, even though that's typically the DNA of a John Harbaugh coach team. When the moments matter, you get it done. Right? You don't make mistakes in certain situations. And it seemed like not being able to close out certain situations, not finishing on certain drives, like that's been able to bite this team in the tail a little bit. Because when you look at it before this game, it's arg- you can make an argument that this is a team that could have been undefeated uh, based on the beginning part of the year and some of the losses that they had at home. So, uh, it's definitely a tough one yesterday down in Jacksonville, but at the same time, you have to give a lot of credit to Coach Peterson, who I had the opportunity to play for as well in Philly, and really being bold and going for it at the end of the game because that two-point conversion, I think he knew if they had to keep going back and forth, it would have been a tough go trying to get that done in overtime. Tori, can the Baltimore Ravens be true title contenders without a true number one threat at receiver outside the numbers? Yeah, Chris, I think that's a – I think that's a tough question. You know, when people like to say number one receiver and all these things, I never really view that as the mark of a great offense. I've been on Mm. two Super Bowl teams, one in Baltimore and one in Philadelphia, where guys played roles. You had guys that could make big-time plays, but we didn't have the number one receiver that had 1,400 yards. Matter of fact, when we won the Super Bowl in Baltimore and in Philadelphia, neither one of our teams had a 1,000-yard receiver. But we had guys that made big-time plays in those moments that matter. Our offense was very balanced, a solid run game as well. And we have receivers that can flat-out make the plays when they present themselves, especially winning in one-on-one situations. Now, right now – But, Tori, 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 I do want to say this. When you were in Baltimore in 2012 when y'all won the Super Bowl, both you and Anquan combined for over 1,700 yards receiving and 12 touchdowns. (laughs) Again, guys outside the numbers being a threat down the field. The Baltimore Ravens don't have that. They don't have they have, they're relying on Deshaun Jackson to be that. So so again I ask the question, can they win a Super Bowl without having a guy that can be a true threat down the field outside the numbers? I think the question boils down to do you think Devin Duvernay is enough to be that guy? And from what I've seen in practice, he has shown the ability, and even if you look at the beginning of the year, he's one on one on one matchups down the field. 
Now, watching Deshaun come in and make that big-time play that he made was huge, but we have to be be honest here. This Baltimore Ravens offense is a tight end-driven offense. Hmm. It has been since Lamar's been there, and you can make the argument that it's that way because they haven't necessarily had what you like to call a number one receiver, and Bateman being hurt does hurt this team. It does. I'm not going to sit here and act like it doesn't, but I think this team – just based off Lamar Jackson alone and having Mark Andrews, he fills in that gap that you like to give the receivers credit for in terms of being those number one guys. But I think this team has the ability, as long as they get to their strength, which has been running the ball consistently and making plays with their tight end within the passing game to make up for what may be lacking at times on the outside. Tory Smith with us, a former uh, NFL wide receiver, two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, we'll talk to you about his nonprofit, Level 82, in just a second. I want to follow up on that for a second, though. We know they want to be a team that's going to run the ball first, but do they have to change that passing philosophy, like trading away Hollywood Brown this year, uh, you know, obviously losing Bateman like you talked about. When they are a passing team, does it need to turn into more of a wide receiver passing team as opposed to the tight end that you're talking about? Now, I, in a perfect world, I believe that's what you do need to win. You need to have the ability to do it. But that doesn't have to be your DNA, right? Even when the Ravens and had one of the best offenses in the league and when Lamar Jackson was MVP, you wouldn't have called them a throwing offense. Mm-mm. They were just a very efficient offense. And that's what they need to be more efficient. And Lamar's playing okay overall this year. There's been times where he's looked lights out. And that's with a lot of bodies that are missing in that receiving core in terms of what may be lacking there. But the reality of it is, as long as you have number eight on your team, you have a fair chance. As long as that running game can be a lot better, you can't continue to rely on Lamar being the carrying the bulk of the load in terms of the running game because going backwards again, so when they did have one of the best offenses in the league, and Lamar Jackson was the MVP, they ran the ball extremely well. Their running backs were going over 100 yards, not just 100 yards, not just Lamar kind of carrying the load. And I think having that presence is what really this offense is all about. It opens up things on the back end with play action, and Greg Roman is really good at designing this run game. However, there's been some things to be desired when it comes to the passing game, and I think it's simply due to the fact that guys aren't consistently winning in one-on-one matchups, but also that the running game isn't as potent as it once was. But they've shown flashes of it, and when they do it, it looks great. Tori, now for our listeners out there, some of them may not know that you and I were teammates in Baltimore, but you decided to leave and go get a bag of money with the San Francisco 49ers. Hmm. And I wanted to ask you about your former team because right now they look like they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Is this the team that nobody wants to play down the stretch in the NFC? Man, the Philadelphia Eagles are a really good team, a very balanced team. And I can see that when I went to camp practice. I'm like, man, Jalen Hurts is really taking the next step. I'm extremely proud of him and and his growth and how he's continued to prove so many people wrong. But – on offense there, that offensive line has the best – they had the best offensive line in the league. And I think everyone saw what happened last night. If you can run the ball like that and be physical up front, you can have basically anything you want on the offensive side of the ball. And, and it doesn't hurt that they have two number one receivers because we're going to put labels out here. They have two studs on the outside in Devontae Smith 
and the big dog that came up for Tennessee. So I'm extremely excited for this team. And I think as long as the defense can be consistent and they can get to stopping the running game, which has been a challenge here the past few weeks, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And beyond that, if they get that number one seed, it's hard to win in the link. And, Chris, you know that better than anyone else. You played in the Giants. But you, you know what it's like going into Philadelphia and playing. That's a tough place to play, knowing that you only had to win twice to get to the Super Bowl. So I like their chances if they're able to take care of business and keep this momentum going and hold on to that number one seed. Yeah, I mean, I never let my parents go to the link without one of my brothers <laughs> escorting him. That's how crazy it was. But, Tori, I was asking about the other team you played for, the San Francisco 49ers. Because that's the team oh, that feels like goodness. they're hitting their stride right now. And, I, and, I want, and, and, and I'm glad that you brought up the Philadelphia Eagles because it does look like they have the inside track to the number one seed in the NFC. But is San Francisco a team that could potentially go into Philadelphia in the playoffs and win? I hate football's the ultimate team sport, and I hate to put this all on one person. But the reality of it is the 49ers are capable of anything they want to accomplish, and it all depends on one person. Jimmy G. Hmm. If Jimmy Garoppolo can go out there and play like he's capable of playing in the passing game, to where they are balanced, to where he hits those throws when they are there, and they can rely on him to be the guy that has the talent and showing that he can do it. If he can be who he truly is, this San Francisco 49ers team absolutely can go in there and win. But the reality of it is, based on what D'Amico Ryan is doing with this defense, this defense is phenomenal. I love what I'm watching out of them. Fred Warner, they have guys flying around making big-time plays. They have the roster similar to Philadelphia, whereas you feel like you have a chance based on who you have in that locker room alone. But it all, it's all going to boil down to quarterback play, especially in the playoffs. And if he can take care of business, which he's shown the ability to do, they can get it done. But at the end of the day, the reason why the 49ers don't have another ring or two in the last five years is because he hasn't done that when it matters the most. Tori, last one. What are you doing with your foundation, the nonprofit Level 82? Oh, man, since I retired, you know, we've had it when we were playing. And uh, since I retired, we took over a rec center in West Baltimore, um, Hilton Rec Center. And due to so many amazing partners, the, the Baltimore Ravens and so many other people in the city, Under Armour, uh, we've been able to run an after-school program out of the rec center that's been closed down for about 13 years. So it's been a, a pretty special experience being able to mentor these young men and women uh, to really dive into a community to try to do things for beyond just one day. Um, enrichment, uh, anything you name, you know, just being a resource in the community and really kind of creating that village to help support others. And it's been amazing. Giving Tuesday is coming up here soon. Uh, so we'll be having a campaign. Um, you can go to any of my social media pages at Tori Smith, W-R-T-O-R-R-E-Y Smith, W-R, to learn everything that you want there. But uh, it's truly special to be involved in the community in Baltimore City, a uh, city that I enjoy playing for and a city that really helped me find my purpose in giving back. And it's all possible because of people that are listening, you guys getting us the opportunity to come on here. And, and Chris, I know you know from uh, the amount of work you put in the community, it means a lot as a, as a player to be able to get back to places when you know what it's like to have that need and you understand your role and responsibility. So I'm extremely thankful for that. And I appreciate you guys for allowing me to, to talk about it on this amazing show and, uh, appreciate y'all having me. Tori, awesome stuff. We appreciate it. Follow him on Twitter at Tori, T-O-R-R-E-Y Smith, W-R. We appreciate it. Thanks again. Best of luck. Right, thank you. Appreciate y'all for having me. Great stuff from Tori right there and great insight as well. Canty, 
I, I don't know how you can think this, but in just moments you're going to have to justify yourself in explaining how you can lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars and still be a Super Bowl contender. It's next <laughs> on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Explain it to me. I I can't figure it out. Canty and Carlin, presented by our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. Canty, I please explain to me how exactly it is that you can still be a Super Bowl contender and have blown three double-digit or double-score leads in the fourth quarter, the latest being to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Come back! Take the lead again and then blow it again. How is a team that does that a Super Bowl contender? Because yesterday, I'm done with the Baltimore Ravens. But why are you asking me to explain that, though? I I don't know. You're the resident Ravens apologist. Because I play. Because I so. no. Because I play for the Ravens. That means I'm going to defend them. Well, I, I can't mean, defend that's the indefensible, the Carl. So far. <laughs> well, I can't defend the indefensible. <laughs> Their defense is atrocious, and I was fooled into thinking that Roquan Smith was going to solve all the ails of that secondary. Guess what? I was wrong because Christian Kirk and Marvin Jones and Zay Jones just had a field day against that secondary, Carl, and to the point where it's just like enough is enough. This is as bad as it gets for the Baltimore Ravens. They have to find a way to absolutely be better. And you're talking about the fourth game that they've blown a multiple possession lead in the second half. Wow. Out of their four losses. Carlin, if you totaled up the points and yards that they've allowed in the fourth quarter of their four losses, it would be 63 points and 539 yards. Oh. That's not a championship defense. No. And, and no. yesterday, I'm sorry, that's a game that you have to win. On the road in Jacksonville, I get it. 
It's, it's not necessarily the easiest of situations, but you can't lose to a team that has three wins on the ledger on the season. It just can't happen, Carlin. But that's no, what it, they it, found themselves, and that's what keeps me from buying into the Baltimore Ravens, not only being a true contender in the AFC, but being the team that should be favored to win the AFC North. Well, I was still believing in them, frankly. Uh, and it had happened a couple of times, and in a much more egregious fashion, like we saw with the disaster that was the Miami game very early in the year. Mm-hmm. But this is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. And I, as I'm watching that game unfold in the fourth quarter yesterday, I, I just I can't get over the fact that they blew the lead, that they go back down the field, they get a touchdown from Josh Oliver, and then they blow it again. That, that to me, is... What, what's going on with this defense that is supposed to be not an all-timer, but certainly much better than they are playing? Because that's secondary. Oof, can't he? I mean, where is it? I mean, Trevor Lawrence, and not that he's bad. I thought that was a, a seminal moment for Lawrence yesterday. That was a big day for him. It was. That was a big day for him. It was. He's chucking it all over the lot. And as you said, those receivers were making it look entirely too easy that's why the Ravens lost me for good yesterday. Yeah, I mean, now let's give credit where credit is due. Some of those throws weren't easy throws. Like the touchdown throw to Marvin Jones at the end of the game, that's not an easy ball. But Trevor Lawrence found a way to fit it in there, and then the receiver got his shin down. And upon review, they counted it as a touchdown. Like that's There's no defense for a perfect throw and a perfect catch, but the throws leading up to that moment is what we're talking about. The Baltimore Ravens knew that there's only one way that the Jags could get back in that game, and that was on the right shoulder of Trevor Lawrence, and they let him do it. And that's the part that's surprising for me for a team that's supposed to be as buttoned up as the Baltimore Ravens. You would think when you make an offense one-dimensional, your pass defense will be able to make more plays, and they just didn't. Quite in fact, it was the opposite, where the Jacksonville Jaguars made all of the plays down the stretch. And that's why I can't look at them as true contenders in the AFC and coming off of the game that we just saw in Nashville, the, the Cincinnati Bengals are a team that we're going to have to put some respect on, Carlin. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're a team that we're going to have to look at as, you know, the favorite to win the AFC North, but also a team that has the potential to knock off the likes of the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And why do I say that? Because I've seen them do it. I, I've seen Joe Burrow go into Kansas City and win a game in the AFC Championship. I've seen him play against Pat Mahomes at home and come out on the winning side of it. And so I have confidence in what they're doing now, and it's only going to grow when they get Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase back. So I think that was the big takeaway for me yesterday in Week 12, that the Baltimore Ravens are no longer the team to beat in that division. And, Carlin, we're talking about this team having to go the wild card route, and if I think they have to go on the road to start the playoffs – it's going to be an early exit for Lamar Jackson and company. Look, I'm at the point now where we are going to be uh, watching a Ravens team and borderline expecting them to blow a game in a big spot down the stretch of the season. We, I, and that, to me, is, is mind-boggling because there will be no trust whatsoever, and I wonder if the trust will be non-existent in the Ravens themselves on defense if they get put in that position again. Because it's just, it feels like it's happened too many times 
for that to not linger. Once or twice, okay, but geez, wow. Now it feels like a trend and a trait. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance drivers who switch and save with Progressive, save over $700 on average. In just moments, the one quarterback you don't want to see down the stretch, and it's someone you never would have predicted before the season. It's next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? teams were great. What player was not? Does he hang on? Intercepted. He couldn't hang on. This is the NFL Top 5, Bottom 5. And you know who is going to give you the Top 5? It is Chris Canty, who is easily in the Top 5 of this show. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Yes! I'm probably a lot closer to five than I am number one. I promise you that. Don't sell yourself short. Let's get right. Maybe I'm honorable mention. (laughs) If you're coming in at sixth, we've got a problem. Here's Canty with the top five. So let's not waste any time. Let's go. Number five. Hey, Carlin, you know I'm a defensive guy, so I got to kick this off and show some love to D'Amico Ryan's defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, Carlin. It wasn't that long ago when the Niners gave up 30 second-half points to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. And we were saying, yeah, maybe this top-ranked defense ain't as good as everybody was saying they was. No, turns out they are. They're pretty damn good. You know how I know that, Carlin? Because they haven't given up a second-half point since. Carlin, this defense is absolutely pitching shutouts, including one yesterday against the New Orleans Saints. And say what you want about the Saints, that offense can score points. Not yesterday because of the San Francisco 49ers defense. And they got playmakers on all three levels. Nicky Bosa on the defensive front. 
They got your boy Fred Warner in the linebacking core. And Hafunga, that safety, he's playing at an all-pro level, man. That dude is insane. But this is a defense that's going to give a lot of people in the NFC problems, Carlin. And we know this, defense will travel in the playoffs. Don't look now. The San Francisco 49ers won four straight. And I know everybody gets enamored with their offense and all the shiny toys that Shanahan has. But they're doing it with their defense, which is Mm. absolutely outstanding. Number four. Keeping it moving. Number four on my list, Carlin. I got to do it. It's Mike effing White. (laughs) The White Lotus. The white whale, whatever you what? want to call it. Great white it, it, hope. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. That was Evan Wilner, not Chris Canning. But they you know what I mean. Mike, Mike White, Carlin, completed 78% of his passes, 22 of 28, 315 yards passing, three touchdowns, a 149.3 passer rating, no turnovers, Carlin, completed passes to count them, 10 different receivers yesterday. Most importantly, Completing passes to Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Both of those guys caught touchdowns. Mike White was sharing the love. And in response to that, you saw a different Jets team. And sometimes when you make these quarterback changes, it's not that the guy that you're putting in is more talented. It's just that the guy that you're putting in is more inept at at executing his responsibilities for the job. And that's exactly what we saw from Mike Effin White yesterday. And as far as I'm concerned, he deserves to be the Jet starter moving forward. Let's keep it pushing. Number three. Josh Jacobs, Carlin, mm. a draft pick that Mike Mayock actually got right. He actually got it right. Like, of the three draft picks in that particular draft, Cleland Farrell, Jonathan Abram, and Josh Jacobs, I mean, I guess there's only one on the team, so we would assume that's the one he got right. One seven's not bad. Yeah, well, here you go. Well, you know, listen, blind blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and again. But anyway, Josh Jacobs, he found that acorn in overtime, an 86-yard house call, a carry, a rushing attempt that carried the loss of Las Vegas Raiders to a win, their first back-to-back win this season. Uh, and you, you got to give a lot of love to this dude, man. Over 300 yards from scrimmage, tw- 33 carries for 229 yards, and two touchdowns, also added six catches for 74 yards. So shout out to Josh Jacobs. He might be the guy that makes Raiders fans feel a lot better about keeping Mike McDaniel around beyond 2022. Number two. Carlin, I got to do it. Two and nine. We got to give him love. Two and nine. Let's do it, man. Come on. Let's give him a round of applause. The slow clap. The slow clap for two. And listen, Carlin, 22 of 36. 299 yards in a touchdown, no turnovers. He's got the top QBR and the top passer rating through Week 12 in the National Football League. And, Carlin, you know you're doing something bright when your quarterback sits the bench. Your starting quarterback is sitting the bench in the third quarter. Let, let's be truthful about it, though. They almost lead. had to put him back in. They almost had to well, put him back no, in. It was 30-15 to 15 when uh, the Texans threw an interception. Stop it. They, the Texans weren't coming back in that game. He and that's why Mike scar. McDaniel made the right call by sitting two on the bench because his day was done. But a dominant performance by the Miami Dolphins and by Tua in particular. We got to give credit where credit is due. And, Carlin, it's getting to the point where we might have to admit we were wrong about Tua and on. We might. I'm not there yet, but we're getting a lot closer. We're getting there. Not there. We're getting there. Speaking of getting there, we got to get to number one. one. Carlin, number you know one. who's number one. Mm. You know who's number one, right? You know who it is, right? Brandon Staley. 
No, 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 no. Stop, stop it. What, what are you doing? What are you? You're, you're, you're destroying the list. It's Brandon Staley's not number one. It's Jalen Hurts. He accounted for 310 total yards of offense last night, 153 yards passed and a couple of touchdowns, 157 yards rushing, Carlin. 103 came in the first quarter. Why did that come in the first quarter? Because for some reason, the Green Bay Packers decided they wanted to run cover one 85% of the time in the first quarter. Okay, you run cover one. All of those DBs and linebackers are running with their back turned in covers. What do you think Jalen Hurts is going to do? He's going to take off and run. And guess what? Your spy on Jalen Hurts is not as athletic as Jalen Hurts. And that ultimately was the difference in last night's game. You couple that with a couple of turnovers from Aaron Rodgers, and you see why the Eagles won going away. I guess Aaron Rodgers set the bench too, but it wasn't for anything good that he did on the field. It's because the game had already been decided and he got knocked out with some uh, some injuries. But anyway, I digress. Let's not take the spotlight off of Jalen Hurts because right now Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, I said it. He's the best quarterback in the NFC. It's Listen, it's a really good list, and, and you couldn't be more right about Jalen Hurts. I do wonder why you hate Trevor Lawrence. Um, I mean, did he get no love here yesterday with that? Why, why am I getting – well, who am I taking off the list? <sighs> I, I don't know. I'm saying not even an honorable mention. And and listen okay, – Okay, you want to give him an honorable mention? He's an honorable mention. He's the number one overall pick from a year ago. And It's and what he's Brandon, supposed to be doing. You know what Brandon Staley has? Gumption. That's what he's got. That's what he's got. He and Doug Peterson. Woo! Brandon Staley is smarter than all of us, Ken. No, no, he's not. Brandon Staley, <laughs> Brandon Staley knows that if he don't win games and find himself in the playoffs, that's Sean Payton's job he's holding down. That's well, what which, Brandon Staley knows. <laughs> which quarterback do you trust the most in the NFC? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. That is the Dr. Pepper call-in line, your chance to weigh in on that in just moments after this. From our friends at FanDuel with football season right in the thick of it. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? That, the great Merrill Reese on WIP in Philadelphia, describing yet another amazing performance from Jalen Hurts last night. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Follow us on Twitter at ChrisCanty99, at Chris Carlin. I have to tell you, that was about as good as it gets. And earlier today... You asked a question that I frankly had not considered, and it's a phenomenal question. And it was simply this. Well, 
Chris, what was that question? Well, the question was, is Jalen Hurts the quarterback that you trust the most in the NFC? And Carl and I would love to take credit for it, but I heard Ryan Clark on Get Up say it first this morning. He was talking about the teams in the NFC playoff picture. But I just decided to take it a step further. I, I was thinking about the potential quarterbacks that I would say that I trusted in the conference, and I can't say that there's a quarterback that I trust more than Jalen Hurts, and he's got the record to back it up. His team is 10-1, and one, and Carlin, to date, he has yet to play a bad game this season. So I, why would I not trust Jalen Hurts? This is a guy that's shown down the stretch he's going to make winning football plays. They might not always be the flashiest, but they're going to be solid. And we saw that in the Indianapolis Colts game where he didn't necessarily play his best. The team played awful. And yet at the end of that game, he made winning football plays. He did it with his legs, not his arm, but he has the ability to do both. And that's what makes this Eagles team one of the scariest teams in all the NFL. All right, my only holdup here is the guy in Tampa Bay. But as we saw yesterday, coaching can get in the way, even of the great ones. And that happened yesterday with Tom Brady and Todd Bowles. I can't look at anybody else, whether it's Dak, whether it's Kirk Cousins, whether it's Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, give me another guy that I should be considering here that I'm not. There's there's nobody else. Chris, I mean, it's amazing that we've gotten to this point because at the beginning of the year it was, do the Eagles have their guy? And if they don't, they are more than prepared to go and get their guy this coming offseason with with the draft picks they have. I mean, no, that's that's been the story, awesome. Carl. That's been the story, but I mean, that's gone away now. Yeah. We're talking about can they win a Super Bowl this year? And then beyond that, Carlin, what are they going to do addressing his contract because he's got to get paid? But think about where the Eagles sit. They have the cap space to pay this guy. They also are armed with two first-round draft picks because they've got New Orleans' first-round draft pick, which looks like it's going to be a pretty damn good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, Carlin, they would have the seventh pick in the NFL draft in their own pick. That, that's where the Philadelphia Eagles are at right now. So credit to Howie Roseman. He saw something in Jalen Hurts. They took him with the, 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 the second-round pick back in the 2020 draft. And it turns out, Carlin, that he's going to be a pretty doggone good guy to have as the signal caller for your franchise for the next decade plus. And, oh, by the way, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl within this year. Is there anybody else in your mind that's close? In the NFC? Yeah. No. Is that close? How can you say Dak's close, Carlin? I'm just asking. How, how can just you say he's close? I mean, I, mean, I mean, the only reason I would say Dak is close because I've seen him win a playoff game. But Dak Prescott is one in three, if I'm not mistaken, in playoff games. And he got bounced in the first round last year against the 49ers. And he had the number one offense in all of football. An offense that had Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Zeke and Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz. They had all of these guys. And they still lost. So I don't know that I can say I trust Dak Prescott more than I trust what I'm seeing from Jalen Hurts. The only thing that Jalen Hurts hasn't done, the only box that he has left to check is not a box that he can take care of in the regular season. It's going to come in the postseason. But based on what we've seen from these guys in the regular season, he's the quarterback that I trust the most going into the tournament. Kirk did not shake the label of primetime Kirk the other night. No, no. I mean, Carlin, think about it, though. Who are the quarterbacks that that are going to be in the conversation? 
Well, I mean, you, you mentioned Dak Prescott. You'd have to put Cousins in it just because. You you mentioned Dak Prescott. We know. You, you're gonna you're gonna say Kirk. Carlin, you're no, the one no, that no. brings up the miracle in Minnesota as the only reason why he's won a playoff game. You keep bringing that up. Somebody yes. say Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Oh God. Evan is all I'm, trying Carl, to sell Carlin, this All I'm simply again. saying is 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 it Jim? Is it Jimmy G? No. Okay. It, it, you know Brady. Yeah, but Carlin, do we know that Brady's going to win his own division? No. We don't know that. No. I mean, you can't give Geno the benefit of the doubt. It's a great story this year, but Geno's not playing better than Jalen Hurts. Uh, who is it? Is it Taylor Heineke? Uh, Chris, no. I actually went is to that point. Is it Daniel Jones? I actually got to that point. Taylor Heineke? No. No. No, There's exactly. Nobody. It's not. It's There's nobody. nobody. So, Chris, let's give 20 seconds to Absurd Take Theater – and Evan Wilner, who somehow this morning argued that it was Kirk Cousins. 20 seconds on the clock, please. Go. I said Kirk Cousins was second behind Jalen Hurts. That's what I said, that he is second behind Hurts. And if you look, like, the track record on Kirk Cousins, well, he can't win in primetime, he can't win in primetime. He just beat Bill Belichick in primetime. I think if you look at Kirk Cousins and you take out that Cowboys game, which was just an anomaly coming off what they played against the Bills, I think you've got to trust Kirk Cousins. We're done. We're done. Shut it down. Chris. There's no way in hell I'm trusting Kirk Cousins. No chance. <laughs> There's no shot I'm trusting Kirk Oh, Cousins. good for you. You're now 5-12 and 12 in primetime against teams over 500. Wow. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the <laughs> Patriots were a kickoff return allowed and a punt blunder, not to mention um, the, the situation that you had. Um, oh, I, I can't think about it. But, but the, yeah, the Minnesota Vikings – did not win that game as much as the New England Patriots lost that game I could not uh, on Thanksgiving more. Day. So, no, I don't trust Kirk Cousins going into the playoffs. and Carlin weekdays on ESPN radio and on ESPN plus Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.